Did you hear that? Was it the horror comedy podcast with Jake and Haley? Oh my god, it was. This podcast is for inhalation use only. And that means it's not for kids. It's a horror comedy podcast. With Jake and Haley. And this is the podcast where we get high and we tell you scary stories and I try to scare you. The listeners and me, Jacob. The human. The human, allegedly. At the end of the podcast, I tell you a few scary stories that I find from the Paranormal Board of uh, 4chan. Let me tell you, the, the the story you told on Wednesday. The minisode? Disgusting. You hated it? Every second of it. I should never have... I should have put my headset on and played video games and not even paid attention to you. It was rough. It was very rough. It was that... I mean, it was really good, okay? But disgusting. Listen, I have to tell you how weird... I wish we knew who that person was in real life. I know. So we can give them a hug. I know. Two years ago today was the day that I went down to the Chili Fest with my dog and I did a bunch of acid. And I really wanted a cigarette. So I didn't want to bother anybody, though. I was watching the, like, Spanish dancers with all the colors because that's really fun to watch when you're on drugs. And then there was a parade where there was, like, a donkey, but I thought, like, that can't be real, you know? That's that's not a real donkey. But it was. Anyway, I didn't want to bother the donkey or the nice Spanish ladies. So That's called a burro. Yeah. So I wanted to smoke a cigarette, and I walked... Me and Dill, we walked all the way down to, like, basically the other side of town because I didn't want to bother anyone. Not anyone in the whole town of Pueblo. Don't let her fool you. She just didn't want to be bothered. She was on drugs. I was on drugs. That's true. So I sat down at this nice little bench in, like, a park by, like, a stream. It was honestly ideal and, and perfect. Dill, and, and I had Dill. And then a limo pulled up right next to me. It was, like, completely black with black windows. And all these men in suits got out, and I fucking thought it was the FBI. Like, I thought it was the cops. So I called my roommate, and I was like, the cops are here. Please come get me. And then I actually realized, like, after I left, that it was just teenagers taking prom photos. (laughs) So that's what acid does to your brain the day Haley almost got got i almost got got that day that was two years ago today but it feels like feels like two days ago today today we are smoking didiri caviar black fire og okay didiri didiri the company out of denver okay put a spin on the traditional caviar if you will and no that's not tiny little fish eggs that's Bud, Bud soaked in oil, rolled in keef. That's caviar. Okay. Yeah, so that was very good. It got me so high that I was trying to contribute to the podcast and I was nodding. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Saying yes with your head. If you have a scary story, please send it to us at thehorrorcomedypodcast at gmail.com or DM it to us on Instagram. For our Halloween episode, we are hoping to do a big... Uh, what's the word? Collaboration of all these. St- and um, something else, too. I don't know what it's going to be. It's going to be a maxi soap. That's what it is. It's going to be big as hell. It's going to be as big as a maxi pad. Huge. It's going to be maxi. scary as fuck. And it's going to come out on Halloween. And I'm going to take two edibles right quick. Anyway, the ultimate goal of this podcast is for me to scare you, Jake. Jake. And the listeners, too. And listeners. 
but we're also going to laugh and we're going to have fun and we're going to make jokes. Jake is here to be your advocate listener. If he hears some bullshit that sounds like nonsense, he's going to call it out. If he has something funny to say, he's going to say it. We'll see if it's real. We'll see if it's okay. real. I ain't scared of no ghosts. Uh-uh, baby. That's from Ghostbusters. Don't worry. Shut up. Very good. Let's say you're really invested in a task. Like you're outside mm. in the park playing with Dill or whatever. Mm. And you get seized by the sudden prickly feeling of someone looking at you. Mm. It's a familiar feeling being watched. It's almost like a sixth sense for people. It's a sixth sense. It is like a sixth sense. Sick. Sick as well. Yeah. Sick, Sick nasty. That Wait, what were you saying? Sick. Sick? Sick. Sick. I'm down with the sixness. Six. Six, 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 the number of the beast. Ah. Six. I don't know how to say that word. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> At first, I literally thought you were saying a sixth sense. I was like, how do you say it? Six. Six. Goddamn, that is Tangent City. I'm going to focus now. Focus. Zoom. That sixth sense is also necessary for survival. Sick. Likely this kind of instinct helped keep our ancestors alive. It's possible that it may help keep us alive, too. So it's important to never ignore this feeling when you have it. Don't ignore it. Don't. Thankfully for most of us. What? Most now I have a list now for you have real. A list. Oh no. <laughs> ah, no. No. Thankfully for most of us, when we feel the prickly call of survival, we are able to identify the threat, which is usually like not a threat, just somebody with a staring problem. Just just someone like ask coming over to pet our dogs and asking Where we live. Where we live. And how long we've been together. How long I've been together. Which is a real thing. And that she likes my shorts. That just happened. And Jake told her where we lived. Anyway. I'm sorry. I love you. She hasn't come to murder us, so it's fine. But what if that's not the case? (gasps) What if that overwhelming feeling of being watched doesn't go away? Jesus is always watching you. (laughs) So I I know that feeling. (laughs) Oh, God, I'm sorry. It's wine. What if when you try to identify the threat, you can't? And what if the feeling never goes away? Jesus is watching. I just told you that. If that's not the case, what if it's not Jesus? Here, it would be a dude named Jesus. Jesus. Down the, over there. Down the way. He's got pigeons. He does. He does <laughs> Wait, have pigeons. are they pigeons? I don't know, because I've seen no, white doves. pigeons. They're doves. Are white pigeons and doves the same? Somebody please tell me. Don't. Likely this kind of instinct helped keep our ancestors alive. And we're back. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's possible that it may help keep us alive, too. Um, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, sorry. Just like cats. I already read that. A little that. bit of salami. A little bit okay. of salami. It's okay. What if when you try to identify the threat, you can't, and the feeling of being watched never goes away? As if you're prey. Oh, but who? Okay, that's predator. Yeah. Yeah. If you're, if you're, if you, okay. So if you can sense, this is a movie. If you can sense something watching you and you can't see it, you know, predators are invisible, or it's, it's not. Sorry, um, it's, they're not invisible. They have armor. I've seen that like, movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, and he rubs the mud on himself. Yeah, do was, it, do it. I was so into that as a child. Yeah. My brother showed me that movie, and I was Badass so movie. fucking into Badass it because they see heat or whatever, yeah. right? Yeah, that's yeah. the gimmick. Yeah. Well, that's. Yeah, that's like that's like how he gets away yeah. or whatever. Yep. Yeah, I remember yep. that. Yep. That's probably why I'm a crackhead yep. for like movies like that now, where people are barely surviving just because they're smart. Do it. It's good. Do it. Anyway, 
Um, I like those movies. Me too. But who? Who is looking at you with the eyes of a predator? <laughs> hey. That's literally in my script. <laughs> yeah. Who is hunting you? That's what the movie's named after. <laughs> who is stalking you? And what do you do if you can never find out? Cover yourself in mud and yell, do it. I asked for permission to read Reddit user bingbog 1234s story on the podcast, and he gave his blessings. We pass that. So I'm going to read the story in his own words. Okay. I've been waiting a long time to tell Reddit the full story of the Whistler. This story requires many details, but it is unexplainable, creepy, and 100% true. I also have video evidence. Which we will post. We will. Do we have it? Yep. Sick. When I was about eight years old, I was taking my dog for a walk through the neighborhood with my mom. It was about 11 p.m., we live next to the swamp slash the woods area on the edge of our neighborhood in Lansing, Michigan. It's all swamp up there. Honestly. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think Lansing is. Lansing is like so a pretty funny. big town. But up north that far, like it's all fucking swampland oh. mosquito shit. Oh, shit. That's where I'm from. Ugh. Oh, mosquitoes. From down in the swamp, we heard somebody whistling at us. Like that? Oh, okay. Wait, how do you know... What you know? What if it's like a pervert whistle? You don't know because I heard a person it. have. Oh, okay, okay. I was all like, "What? How do you know if you just like oh, it's a whistle? Like it could have been a wolf whistle. No, been, there's a fucking pervert down in that swamp. No, Get out of there, run. No, blow your whistle. Fucking yell something. Get out. Escape, kids. No. Okay, so it's a creepy whistle. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay, much more terrifying. Yeah. It sounded almost like a bird, but each whistle was different enough where the lack of consistency made it human-like. So he's a shitty whistler. The whistle. <laughs> Not even like a good, creepy whistler. It's just some fucking... Yeah, it's just fucking... Yeah. <laughs> the whistle sounded higher than lower. I can't really describe it. My mom had a concerned, slightly terrified look oh, on her face. And grabbed my hand and said that we should go inside it's right now. It's a pervert. We should go inside. Go inside right now. We should go inside quickly. I didn't understand because I was too young. Mommy, why? We're having such a good time. But why, see, do you hear the birds? They're whistling at us. But seeing my mom freak out made me freak out too. Oh, shit. All right. Well, what's happening, huh? <laughs> mommy, mommy, mommy. After a while, though, I kind of forgot about it. Mom, it's the pervert gone. Can we go back outside? <laughs> Two years later, I was taking my dog out again late at night. Oh, fuck. There was a large bush that could easily obscure a person behind it just next to the front door. As I was finishing the walk, the whistling noise started again. Pervert. It was the same inconsistent human-like tones. As soon as I heard it, a chill went down my spine as I remembered exactly the feeling of seeing my mom, terrified, looking down into the swamp at something I couldn't see. Maybe something she couldn't see, either. I ran inside as fast as possible. Mom! Mommy! Mom! (laughs) These are my trains. (laughs) And these are my trains. Years went by, and I thought about it less and less. I only told a handful of people, and eventually it kind of slipped from my mind. Fast forward to last summer. I'm 24. I start dating this girl, Sarah. 
We move out to South Dakota. She's a nice gal. Take her home. Take her home. Bring her home to your mom. South Dakota. Oh, we move out to South Dakota for work. For Independence Day, we decide to go to Pierre, South Dakota. Oh, my God. Pierre, South Dakota and and watch the fireworks along the bank of the Missouri River. There was a free camping spot behind the hospital where you could pitch your tent, hang out, and, s- and see the fireworks up the river. We were near the end of the campground, and there were very few people around us. Because you're behind a hospital. Probably not a very good campsite. Doesn't sound good. It fucking, it's where they throw the fucking soiled linens and stuff. Medical like waste. Medical waste. Ugh. As it was getting dark, the fireworks began. They were pretty far away, so the illumination they brought was very little. We had to sit right at the edge of the river to be able to see them. A huge thunderstorm was moving in, and a storm like was coming. the com- worst Fourth of July ever. Right? <laughs> the air seemed... Shitty campsite, probably a foul smell, can't see the fireworks, ain't getting it in. A storm's coming. Yeah, storm's coming. So the air... Bring your raincoat. <laughs> so the air seemed electric, and the wind was picking up. The atmosphere was eerie, to say the least. Love that about camping. Yeah. When there's a storm... And you're camping, and it's like life or death. Am I going to die? Yes. Primal. Should I get in the car? No, let's stay in the tent. We had a camping moment like that, but then it was funny because that family's tent blew away at 11 Mile. Oh, yeah. Everybody's tent. We were all in the truck, like, fucking passed out. Yeah. Sleeping all fucking late. Everybody's all up early, like... It was really bad. We were just like, I fucking slept great. We barely survived. And we were like, I'm sorry, what? Ah, this is great. It was nice. It was Good brisk. Times. <laughs> we had body heat and everything. We had dill, too. And we had dill. Yeah. Well, fuck. Let's go camping. Let's go right now. Anyway. Can we, can we find something? Yeah. The police boats herded all the other boats off of the river and left our area to do that elsewhere. Most of the other campers walked up the river to have a better view of the fireworks, but Sarah and I stayed back, and we were drinking PBR Tallboys. Hell yeah, it. Sarah, fuck yeah, America. That's... Hell yeah, that's what we did, too. Basically us. Suddenly, we heard the sound of a paddle methodically dipping into the water. Well, we're not at whistling anymore, we're at a paddle now. This guy's we... just hearing fucking life, okay? He's just hearing nature and everything like that. Bonk. No... We saw a figure steering a canoe about 20 meters offshore. Some guy in his canoe just having a great fucking time enjoying the fireworks. Oh, that's suspicious. Sarah, look at him. Look at him. Look at him. Look at him. Look at how he's paddling the canoe. Who does Who does it like that? Sickos. Creeps. Perverts. Sickos. Sarah, deci- Sarah decided to get more beers from the car, leaving me alone to stare yeah, at this. Sarah ain't no fucking wussy, bud. Leaving me leaving me alone to stare at this mystery person. It's a lake. It'd be different if it was in the fucking middle of a highway. Oh, a guy in a canoe. That would be interesting. That would be weird. <laughs> That'd be noteworthy. But no, a guy in a canoe on a lake in South Dakota, not noteworthy. Your story, this guy's fucking the worst. And then they whistled at me. All right, well, maybe... I will give you that. That is creepy. What if they just watched The Hunger Games? The Hunger Games? Huh? Maybe. You've seen that. You haven't seen The Hunger Games? I've seen The Hunger Games. It's like a special whistle. Maybe that movie just came out and they were watching it. My entire body was frozen and covered in goosebumps. It was the exact same whistle I heard 
14 years ago. Well, sounds like the pervert is still in the area. More than a decade he likes earlier. canoeing. <laughs> don't, go, don't get in his canoe. <laughs> I looked at the figure, but it was too dark to discern who it could be. Hey, who, what's your name? Who are you? They were, hey, you. Whoever it was was wearing a hat. They were perpendicular to the shore from me. They stopped paddling, turned the canoe to face directly at me. And charged. And whistled. <laughs> and then they charged. <laughs> I was so frightened, I stood up and shouted, Who are you? Yes, he d- Which is What's like your name? what I would do. I would literally Tony. be like, Bitch! What? It's a holiday! Who like, the fuck are you? I would lose my shit. That's a nice <laughs> canoe. Get out of here. Fucking come on here so i can kick your ass why, why are you paddling all suspicious yeah i would fucking what's snap. up with the whistle you pervert fuck you how do you say fuck you and whistle Throw some tall boys at him i fuck would be you. pissed yeah, yeah i would be so empty tall boys oh they didn't say anything oh they they just whistled a couple more times they turned the canoe 180 degrees and paddled out of sight I'm a videographer, so I already had my camera by my side, and I was taking video of the fireworks. As the canoe was almost out of sight, I grabbed my camera and shot of them whistling as they went away. When Sarah came back from getting beers, she was very confused as to why I was so freaked out. But when I explained... There's a guy, he whistled at you when you walked away. I was about to fight him. He was a pervert. He whistled. I'm a videographer, so I already had my camera by my side, and I was taking video of the fireworks. As the canoe almost went out of sight... I thought he couldn't see them very well. Hmm? He could see them rowing well, away. Well, ain't enough to... No, I mean the fireworks. He said he couldn't see that well, and now he's fucking filming this shitty-ass fireworks show. Yeah. I would film that if we were out camping by a fucking river and there was fireworks in the distance. That's romantic as fuck. Hmm. I think. Hmm. I grabbed my camera and got a shot of them whistling as they went away. When Sarah came back from getting the beer, she was very confused as to why I was so freaked out. Oh, what's up, bro? You okay? It's just us. When I explained, she was a bit freaked out, too. I was convinced we would both be murdered that night. How did this whistling person Yo, follow me? I thought we were going to get murdered camping one time. Me, too. Yeah. I'm fucking out there. My chonies and my gun. Real funny, huh? How did this whistling person follow me after 14 years all the way to South Dakota? Was it a coincidence? Why was it the same exact whistling noise? They also like Hunger Games, okay? Who was that person and where did they go? There were so many questions still unanswered. To this day, I'm still afraid of being outside in the dark where I might hear the whistling again. I don't know, but that sound fucking freaks me out forever. Eh, it sounds terrifying for him. Are you scared? For I think I'm... He's scared. I'm not scared. Okay. All right. Yo. And then I started blasting. And then <laughs> I started blasting. Oh, you like canoes too? Bam, 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 bam. Bop, bop, bop. Yeah, if I hear that noise, bet. Bop, bop, bop. No, it is nah. really spooky. I would be so scared if somebody whistled at me, like not in a cat call way. I get scared when someone cat calls me, but if they whistled in a different way, I feel uncomfortable when they cat call me. <laughs> I just feel scared. But if they whistled in a different way, I would be terrified. I'm pretty sure it's a bird. A lot of people said that. I don't think so, but that's just because I heard the different tones. No, and one was like it was three notes. 
Yeah. It was like one. He it was got like, wild. It was like two tone, two tone, two tone, three tone. Exactly. Two-tone, it two-tone. seemed to be like random yeah. and spooky. Leah, if you're listening, tell us about why it's scary because you're good at that. Anyway. Yeah. Tell us about how the notes in make that no sense. pattern make no sense. Are weird and they're weird. Sound gross. Very scary. What do you think of a phantom stalker who is willing to follow you for 14 years across state lines? Doesn't Um, say anything about his dad being in the picture. So what if it was his dad? Okay, plot twist. I don't know. I don't know. Always keeping tabs on him from afar. Our next story is from an anonymous user on 4chan. Hi, X. I don't know if this is paranormal or not. X? Who's X? The Paranormal Board of 4chan. I don't even 100% know if this is all real or if I'm so paranoid and fucked up that I'm mixing things up. I don't care. Same, buddy. Right? Same. I don't care. I feel increasingly more afraid and alone and I don't expect to get help from anybody. I just need someone to listen. (laughs) Thirst trap. As some background, I am bipolar. Oh. I take a daily SSRI to control my symptoms, and I do as much spiritual shit as I can to keep myself balanced. Crazy. Oh, that's Just not nice. Kidding. Not crazy. I don't like when people call me crazy. I'm not going to call him crazy. Yeah. He is mentally ill. Yeah. By that, I just mean I volunteer my time as much as possible to help the homeless community here. Oh, dope. Yeah. Great person. I have a full-time job at a local low-cost health clinic. I exercise for 30 to 90 minutes a day. Damn, this could be any of us. This what this is what makes me think I'm crazy. I do all that stuff. And right. then sometimes I just act fucking weird and Wild. crazy. Yeah, exactly. Same. And, That's uh, why I was like, this is the one. I see my parents once a week I at bipolar? least. I see my parents once a week at least. Like naps. And I do one and I and I have I sleep. And I have one old ass senior cat. I mean, Same. This person's us. I mean to say that although I am mentally unwell, I manage. I do everything. <laughs> same, buddy. Right? Same. same. Big same. <laughs> big, big same. Big same, buddy. Good I, for you. Right. Kudos. We respect you. Yeah. Shout out to you and everybody else who's dealing with fucking something. Who's they're, handling they're it. They're fucking making it, baby. You're a badass. That's what adulthood is. It makes me feel I like found. crying. Absolutely. Yeah. I do everything in my power to stay balanced. So for the same, absolutely, smoke, we smoke hella weed. Yeah, we do. We do a really good job. This Thank is you, marijuana. Absolutely. So for the most part, you usually can't tell that I am bipolar at all. This story saw this story starts about three weeks ago. My girlfriend broke up with me, and I was coping as best as I could. I'm a worky person. At this time in my life, I deep dived into every activity I did. And I worked to keep the bad feelings away. I had a regular day at work. And when I got out, I went straight to the soup kitchen to fulfill a shift that I had volunteered for. To get some soup. What else? Love it. No, they got the best chicken noodle. There's this regular, Kevin. And he came in like always on this day. But he seemed frantic. Which was not usual because Kevin was a drunk and he was also a little slow. So seeing him wound up was very rare. He told me he found this woman in town. She was homeless and she was in a wheelchair and she seemed like she needed help. After my shift, he introduced us and yeah, she needed help. She was emaciated. She was scattered all over the place mentally and she was wheelchair bound. Her name was Faye. And she was in addition to all these things, 
very charismatic. Since I worked at a low health, a low health clinic, I arranged for her to be picked up. And I don't know. They really mean low health, low income. That's probably what they mean. Yep. That's true. We're smart. That's right, because they said low cost earlier. That's right. So you're right. Um, I arranged for her to be picked up and brought to the clinic the next morning for an exam. To be honest, she seemed schizophrenic to me. She was very charming and witty, but in the middle of speaking with her, her eyes would glaze over, and it was almost like she was distracted by someone else speaking, even when there was nobody else talking. So I wanted to get her help, not just physically, because of her wheelchair, but mentally, because of her behavior. The next morning, I did my rounds as usual at the clinic. I'm a nurse, so while I knew that Faye was scheduled to be seen, I knew I would likely not see her the whole time. She was there, and I didn't think anything of it. Until I heard someone screaming my name. In fact, I heard a whole commotion coming from the hall. Never good. I ran out, and I was surprised to see Faye wailing as fast as she could down the hall. Security was right behind her, and there was another nurse, too. The other nurse grabbed Faye's wheelchair handles. Faye began to scream my name, Bloody Murder, now. To my surprise, she stood up and began to run down the hallway. Oh, shit, she's cured. The other nurse grabbed Faye's shoulder, and she began to fall to the ground, and she was shrieking. You're fucking hurting me. I'm fucking crippled. I'm paralyzed. Anon, save me. I didn't know what to think. (laughs) Bitch lying. Eventually, they got her up and into her chair, and they asked her to leave. Her behavior got... You're a liar. You don't need us. Come on. Get out. Get out. out. You're wild. Her behavior got her disqualified from not only her courtesy wellness and psychiatric visit, but also our shuttle service. I didn't know how she would get home, and even though I felt bad, I mostly felt freaked out. So I decided to finish my shift and not worry about it. When I left the building, to my surprise, there was Faye. Yeah, oh, well, to your surprise, like, you could, you didn't know she was going to be fucking waiting for you. Please, I knew she was going to be waiting for you. <laughs> she can't go anywhere. She was sitting right by my driver's Actually, she was using the hospital's wheelchair, so they just plopped her out of it. Plop. She was sitting right by my driver's side door. Anon, I knew you would save me. Okay, I'm going to go get the thing to save you more. Bye. Bye. Without you. (laughs) I was kind of mad now. I would have gone back into the clinic, but it was already locked up. So I didn't want to be too courteous and have her think that the way she acted was okay. So I told her to get away from my car. She asked me to a ride back to her camp. I said no. I told her I could call her a cab. She whined a bit, but I reminded her that the shuttle would have taken her home no problem if she didn't cause a scene. I called the cab for her, and I prepaid over the phone. She moved away from my car. I told her goodnight, and I went straight home. I only live about three blocks away. Follow that car, cab driver. She'll pay you more. I mean, I'll pay you more. (laughs) A few minutes later, I got a call. It was the cab driver. Faye was not there when he went to pick her up. She's fucking sprinting after her car. <laughs> Dead sprint. <laughs> She's actually or really maybe fast. the wheelchair. <laughs> he asked if he should wait, and I told him not to worry about it. I was out $25, but you can't help <sighs> someone who won't let you help them. 
The next morning when I went to go outside from my usual morning jog, I was shocked to see that all of my planters outside were smashed. All of the plants seemed to have been stomped. Whoa. Couldn't have been Faye. I have a mulch yard, and I could see what seemed like drag marks through the dirt and the mulch, and I saw clear footprints that tracked onto the concrete path. I turned back around and went into the house to call the police. They came out and took a report, but there was not much they could do. I had my so sister. She's in a wheelchair. She's not in a wheelchair. Come on, you're giving me two different stories. Yeah, right. The drag I, marks that looks like they don't know what that, that could have been a squirrel. But all we fucking know. Right. We're, and use, we're useless. We ain't going to do nothing. If you honestly think about it, though, it could have also been somebody dragging the pots to smash them on the concrete. Well, I'm sure. That's what I I'm thought. I'm sure, like, she, she could probably see, like, you know, like, wheelchairs, I, they don't go through things well. Yeah. And I'm sure this lady it, didn't have an off-road yeah. wheelchair. That's like, true. Like so it like, probably wasn't like too clear, like yeah, a clear like a wheelchair foot, thing. thing was all, and it was You're right. Or You're absolutely right. So it's it didn't. a shitty old wheelchair. So it didn't look like a wheelchair track. You're right. Yeah, it didn't look like a bike tire track. Exactly. Exactly. That's yeah, probably no exactly. On those shitty ass ones. It sounds like Faye can't afford like a nice. Wheelchair. Yeah. I totally see what you're saying. Yeah, so. That's a good point. Take a drink. <laughs> Take a drink. <laughs> shout out. Shout out to Martinis and Murder. We said we weren't going to shout out bigger podcasts, but here we are again. We just like doing it. <laughs> Sorry. I just like good podcasts. Yeah. They came out and took a report, but there was not much they could do. I told them that I suspected it was Faye, but there was no witnesses. I didn't right, really. Lady, nothing we can do here. You probably die. I mean, we'll have a car around back or something. We're doing our job. I didn't want her to get in trouble. I just wanted a record of it more than anything else. I went to work as usual, if a little late. Everything was fine at work that day, and I had a shift scheduled at the soup kitchen later that night. Mm-mm. When I was there, I didn't see Kevin, but I didn't see Faye either. Yeah, because Faye fucking murdered Kevin. Dead. When I came home, everything seemed fine. I unlocked my front door, and I set my stuff down. I began to take off my shoes and all that shit. I realized that my cat Apollo never came to greet me. Oh, fuck. I got up to track him down. I turned the corner into the hallway, and I froze. The back door was wide open. Apollo was a door darter. I knew he was gone. But who was there? I searched, and I searched for hours well into the night, but I never found him. So no one was in your fucking house? Check your house first. Don't worry about the cat. Shut the door and check your house. I wouldn't even think of that. I would just freak out. He is microchipped, so even though I was hysterical and sad, I was a tiny bit hopeful. I was so caught up in the search that I didn't think to call the police about my back door being open. I know for a fact that I locked it the day before. She should listen. This person should listen to more fucking murder podcasts. This is listen how to us. Listen to us. Listen to the internet, for Pete's sake. The news. Okay. Like, on, yeah, the news. Just know what's fucking going on. Quit being, quit la 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 and around, okay? Um, I Sorry. cried my, no, it's okay. I cried myself to sleep that night and I barely slept. Huh, wouldn't you feel better if the cops came? Maybe, a little. I don't know. It's just my thing. The next morning, I went to the bathroom to do my usual routine and take my meds. And there was a giant shit in the toilet. But my meds were gone. Of course. 
I searched frantically for them to the point where I was in tears. They're not where I put them? They're not where they stay? Yeah, someone was in your fucking house. They were gone. There's logically nowhere else they would be. I don't take them anywhere. I called the police and filed another report, which made me massively late for work again. This time, the cops weren't so helpful. The questions they asked made me feel like I was the suspect. They were treating me like I was crazy. The pharmacist treated me the same. I had just picked up a refill the week before, so she was acting like I was a druggie or a peddler. Dang, is this the peddler. bipolar person? Oh, fuck. Bad. I started to get worked up and tearful, which she told me was drug-seeking behavior. She told me if I didn't leave, she was going to call the police. Call the motherfucking police, buddy. So I left, and I went to work late. I was barely hanging together. The lack of sleep, the fear that someone was in my home, and Apollo missing, and my meds gone too. I could barely keep it together at work. My performance was obviously affected. <laughs> right? Right. And if, if anybody... Just like... Just mumbles. Yeah. And if anybody is too friendly to you or too mean to you, you're going to be so suspicious. You're going to... Can you... Sorry. It's okay. You're going to be so suspicious if somebody's too nice to you or too mean to you. Did you take my... Did you leave my back door open and steal my meds, you scum? Um, blah, 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 blah. My parents... Oh, right. Okay, yes. My parents came to visit this weekend. My parents came to visit that weekend, and they tried to find Apollo with me. And they tried to help me get my meds. Neither worked out. I don't have a driveway. I have off-street parking instead. When my parents went to leave, they realized that the tires on the street side of their car were both slashed and completely flat. Again, we called the police. And they didn't do jack shit. This time, they told us only to call if we had a real emergency. Are you fucking shitting me? Oh, what is this, officer? And they what said, is this? Should I call AAA for this? <laughs> you think AAA will, will help me out here? They said there were serious calls that I was getting in the way of, and I could come down this to this. This is a serious call. <laughs> right? Just yes. the cops tires. Yes. Um, I uh, guess Honestly, the, at this point, I would be full fucking like... Karen. Uh, No, well, I'd be like, uh, yeah, I got to take a couple days off of work. And then I would fucking like... I would park my car somewhere where they wouldn't see it. Well, if they were stalking you, though. Well, exactly. You go about your normal day, and then when you park your car, you're just like staring at it the whole time. You got to like pretend to go in and and go about your business, but then hide. Run up to the fucking roof or something and get like binoculars and a sniper rifle. Yeah. And then when she pops out of her wheelchair, blam. Um, Only logical. I guess, though, the thing that they wanted this person to do was go... And murder me? And No, no, no. no. The, per- oh. the OP. They wanted oh, okay. OP to go and file a police report in the, st- in the station or whatever. Okay. Because this wasn't like someone was actively trying to kill them. I think that was it. Sir, wh- wh- what, 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 when, when should we call you? 
Like, uh, yeah. What would you prefer? I'm sorry. Like, what's your I hours? Of, was, what's your normal business? What's hours? your mo, officer? Yeah. Where like? When would you prefer? Yeah. Should I come to you next time? Just give me your location. Eight to twelve in the morning. Yeah. Sometime. When is it convenient for nine you? Nine to five. Okay, I got it. I got it. That day, after everyone left, I was lonely and exhausted, and I was tired. So I bought a gun. By that Monday, I had barely moved from my spot in bed. I called out of work the next day. Smart. On Tuesday, I replaced my morning jog with another search for Apollo. When I came back, my front door was wide opened. I know I locked it. I know I did. I broke down sobbing, and I called the police again. They told me they would be there to take a report. Then two hours later, they called me and asked me if I accidentally didn't shut the door. I insisted that I didn't, and they again told me this wasn't an emergency, and I needed to come to the department if I wanted to file a report for something that was not emergent. Yeah, I'm going to come file this report, so then when something does happen, I'm going to sue you. Yeah, and I'm going to punch you in the face while I'm there. I went to work, and I got fired for poor attendance and poor performance. Wow, that's fucked up. Where does she work? Some kind of low health clinic, low income clinic. That's bullshit. I guess I wasn't as good as I thought before all this started either. I stopped <laughs> I stopped going to my shifts at the soup kitchen too. Last night, I felt watched in my house. I looked out my window and I could see someone with a small frame standing in my Yo, backyard. Chase them. They seemed to be staring at me. This was the same day I realized that the spare key that I hid under the stairs on the porch was also missing. Uh, first off, it's a horrible fucking place for a spare key. Yeah, I agree. I have not found Apollo, and I'm beginning to think that I never will. And I've been off my meds for like two weeks. I don't know if I'm just spiraling out of control because of my bipolar, or if this girl is really stalking me and pretending to be a wheelchair, and she is apparently also a master of stealth. All I know is that the most isolating, scary experience of my life is happening, and I'm beginning to doubt myself. Where are you? We'll come for you. I tried to be smart and responsible about the situation with Faye, but now I'm just afraid and not sure of reality. See, this could have been you. Yeah. 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 Actually. Talk about no good deed going unpunished. But then also, if you think about it, this is a person who was going through a breakup. Met this Faye. Are you calling her crazy? Well. She met this Faye person. twist twice the person Uh did act weird the second time they met but like she hasn't they haven't seen Faye since they're off their meds she said this person said it's only three week experience they've been off their meds for two weeks so that personally made me think plus the intro where they're saying I don't know like I don't know what do they say they say yeah but then like they don't know because they're like, well, fuck, I don't know, but I don't know. They say, I don't know if I'm if it's real or if I'm so paranoid and fucked up or if it's paranormal. Yeah, I'm but hungry. then I'm hungry too. But then also, I would feel that way if I went through all that. Um, are you scared? <sighs> Am I scared? Not of this situation because <clears throat> I know what I would do personally. What would you? Do? 
fucking find this bitch. What would you do if they took your meds and this was happening, though? If they took your well, meds away. Exactly. That's the thing. That's so crazy. Yeah. Like, that's so. It is crazy. If they broke in, stole all your meds, stole all of our weed, stole oh, our booze. Motherfuckers. Those are all the things we medicate with. <laughs> Honest, honestly, like, I would set it up to where we fucking, it's like a sting operation. And I'd call Garrett, call my friends, bring, like, bring all your guns. Okay, bring all your guns, take some time off work, sit here for three fucking days, hold up in the fucking house, we see anything move. Bah, 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 bah. We're going to board the animals and shit. Yeah. yeah no, we're going to fucking get Dill like a unicorn thing. That's a murder with, thing? Yeah, that's like a fucking pointy ice pick. So, this is the story. I read this one. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is, the, this is the story of someone you help who slowly becomes... Oh, no. Who quickly becomes more and more obsessed with you. Does this scare you more than the idea of someone following you for a decade over state lines? Which story scared you more, Jakey? Um, the med one. Because, you know, mental health is no joke. No. Like, sometimes I, feel, I can relate to that one a little more. Yeah, I agree. Same. You Same. Know, because like, if someone took my medication away, I would not be exactly. sure of anything. Exactly. I hope that these stories enforce you to trust in your gut when you have a bad feeling it's about something. not a good something. idea for me because I'll be just blasting I know, holes. same. I'm so anxious. Blasting holes and everything. But no. Something is a shadow. Bam, 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 bam. I would like to point out that you and I both know the difference between I don't know. Maybe you don't. I do. I know the difference between when I'm just being anxious and when someone's looking at me. Like, I know the difference. When I shouldn't tell people when where we live. Yeah, exactly. I can tell when people should not know where we live. Exactly. Um, I ain't scared of no ghosts or nothing. So this is the part of the show where I make my last ditch effort to scare Jake and we order Chinese food, which honestly does happen like once a week. We just snap and order food in the middle of it. Well, I mean, it's eight o'clock. I know. We did this forever. We got out of control. We've been doing this since like... Six. Six. Yeah. So this is going to be hard to edit. Yeah. It was fun though. I loved every second of it. Me so. too. Anyway, I have one short scary story for you. It's not really relevant to the ones I read you today. It's oh honestly not. Yeah. Is it lighter? I no. oh, don't just know. Fuck, just tell me. <laughs> Nobody died, right? Nobody died Still. today. Still, man. Three That's what you ask. Three. That is. No, I asked not true crime stories. You ask when people don't die. Yeah, but true crime was when I was like, oh, okay. You don't like that. Don't That's care. when people die. Give me that lid right there. Nobody yeah. died though, right? Um, the cat. The cat didn't die. He's fucking gone. You think? And that. I think they, they just let him out. That bitch Faye. No. That bitch Faye like strangled him. Mm. That. I really yeah. hope that's not true because that would ruin my life. Yeah, that's what, exactly what fucking happened. That OP, if you're listening, this is a story from an anonymous user on the Paranormal Board of 4chan from yesterday i think both of these two of these stories were from yesterday or the day before um i have one that's so fucking weird i can never bring myself to talking about it except anyone except for my girlfriend who was there whoa when did you get a girlfriend (laughs) i don't like this story but x is truly (laughs) but x is truly oh my god i have the hiccups i'm sorry it's truly an open board i'm a wee bit tipsy so i may as well share it same same. I was dating a girl with family in Mexico. Oh, really? What's her name? Veronica. Wow. 
<laughs> Literally, look at it. it says it in parentheses right after the sentence. <laughs> it's so funny that you asked. <clears throat> Things are getting serious, so we make plans to visit her grandmother in southern Mexico. Long story short, hmm. everything goes well. Grandma doesn't speak English, but I speak a bit of Spanish, and she seems to like me. Yo habla español. Before we leave, Veronica wants to pick some mangoes from her uncle's tree. He's got a big pe. He's got a oh, big. Whoa, he's got a big what? I'm sorry. Oh, you got a big what? You got a big what? I'm sorry. Who? I don't like this. No, he's, a, he's got a big pea. He's got a big piece of land with oh, lots of different. Oh, he's got a big piece. Sorry, I can't not. <laughs> he's got a big piece of land with lots of different fruit trees surrounded by a big forested area. We're picking mangoes. I turn to look at a nearby tree. And there's a young woman standing there watching us. Hmm. I'm not going to say that I was looking at her in front of my girlfriend, but it's that meme. I turn to look at a nearby tree. Oh, sorry. She's wearing a kind of unusual old-timey clothing. Uh Uh-oh. She couldn't be family. I met them all at lunch. Hello. My name is Rosita. I ask Veronica who she is, and she turns to look. Her eyes go wide. She grabs my hand and pulls me away and starts running. All right, well, I don't like that. I look, Especially in like a third world country. You're just like, oh, well, that is definitely some creepy demon shit. She's going to kill me for sure. Yeah, that's what I would think too. If, I, if Like when I was in Honduras and all the people were like, just kidding, I'm not. Continue with your story. I can't believe you just did me like that. I've been waiting for two years to hear that story, Sorry. and you just did me like that. I can't believe you. Sorry. <sighs> Maybe on our Sorry. wedding night, I can hear it. Oh, give me the chills, actually. Jake literally <laughs> has this crazy story about Honduras that he has not told me in the two years that we've been together. We almost got it. Anyway. Oh. Um. Maybe for the Halloween episode. <sighs> I look back as I run, and the woman's face has changed into a horse's face. Brown, long, white stripe down the nose. It's an anamorph. Oh, fuck. With pale gray eyes. It's an anamorph. With pale gray eyes like it was blind. It's a blind anamorph. I haul ass until we get back to her grandma's house. This is the worst anamorph fucking morph ever. I'm a blind horse now. Oh, no. Oh, no. Shit. Oh, Cliff. (laughs) Um, so we get back to her grandma's house where Veronica tells them what we saw. Everyone seems worried, but Veronica's uncle Beto. Bayo lady. But, but horse uncle, lady. That's Spanish for horse, by the way. But Veronica's uncle Beto looks pissed. Beto uh, grabs. Horse bitch's back? Oh, hell, hell no. no. She's trying to come get my mangoes, that fucking bitch. Beto asks which tree it was, and I tell him. Which fucking tree was it? Which one? Was, is, was it my tree? Oh, oh. My favorite fucking tree. She knows. She knows that's my favorite tree. He grabs a machete and he storms off. Oh, that's hardcore because everybody down there has machetes. Like, they carry machetes everywhere. Hell yeah, Beto does too. But Veronica begs him not... You never know when you're going to need a fucking machete. You never know. Veronica begs him not to go, and their grandmother says something sternly that I don't understand. It's no use. He's He's hellbent. Uh, it's no use. He's hellbent on going, and we wind up following after him like a bunch of lost kids. Dope. Not sure what we're about to see. Cell phone video time. Beto approaches the tree and hacks at the trunk angrily. Even from far away, 
I can see a bright red liquid spewing from it. Ugh. Mango juice. What else would it be? <laughs> the tree is shaking. I mean, like, really shaking. It's not actually a tree. It's just some per- poor person in a fucking in tree, a tree suit. Yeah. There's no way ah. that's just the force that Beto's blows. Veronica is burying her face in my chest. I'm just as scared as her, though. I don't know what's happening. Um, is uh, Should we call someone? Yeah, yeah police? Policia? Beto's anger runs out. Beto's anger runs out and he walks back towards us. His clothes, face, and arms are covered in what looks like blood. From the tree. That was kind of it. Everybody just went back to normal, acting like nothing happened. Veronica and I had to leave, so we said our goodbyes and we took off. But then, two weeks later, Veronica and I are back home at our apartment. I'm about to make sweet love to her. When the uh, phone rings, buddy. it's Veronica's cousin. Beto drowned in a shallow creek. It wasn't even a foot deep. Well, you can drown in three inches of water. Okay, so don't let that fool you. According to Veronica's it's not, cousin, that's not even a. That's not even like a major plot point in the story. Okay, everybody knows you can drown in three inches. Of water. According to Veronica's cousin, they were all having lunch when Beto walked out to get some fresh air. Grandmother walked out a few minutes later and found Beto lying face down in the creek. Definitely murdered. She starts screaming and crying. Everyone rushes outside and someone checks Beto's body. They find these thin ligature marks around his wrists, like his hands had been bound tightly. He wasn't gone for more than a few minutes, and he was right outside the house. So they should so they should have heard a struggle if he was attacked. Yeah, Try to figure that shit out. I sure as hell couldn't. Yeah, have you ever seen have you ever heard Predator? Or uh no Scorpion? Um, no. Off of Mortal Kombat? Yeah. Come here. And they did him like that. <gasps> Come here. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. And Beto was like, but it could have been the tree that did that, not Scorpion. Obviously, the tree was like, psh, psh, tree. Psh, psh, yeah, it's like a willow tree. <gasps> oh my god, you cracked it. two cases tonight, babe. Yeah. You cracked two out of three cases. Inspector, gadget. Are you scared? Sherlock Holmes. Are you scared? No. Fuck. I really thought I did good tonight. You did. That was. I was. T- I'm terrified. I'm more internally terrified now. Like I'm, I know. I'm so actually you- checking the door. Every time, because like the light is turns off and turns it back on, I'm just like. Oh, oh. and the thing <sighs> is that there's like that crystal little middle, so it does totally warp the light, and it looks like a face. It scares me like four yeah, times so a day. I mean, I've been looking at it like constantly. So let's I watch mean, the I'm, scary. I'm, let's watch the rest of Come to Daddy. Deal. All right. I'm more scared of that window right now. I'm, like, oh. I'm scared of everything. I'm so excited. I Three love episodes. you. I love you. That was just such a fun episode. Listen. We should drink wine more often. Yeah, we still have two Let's bottles. Let's get some rosé. I'll try rosé. I'll try fucking Post Malone's rosé. Let's do it. Um, if this episode scared you, please find our post on Instagram. We post an Instagram post uh, that sounded like trash. We post on Instagram consecutively with our episodes. Um, we post pictures that correspond. So this week we're going to, I don't know what the hell we're going to have because these were both kind of from anonymous posts. So I don't really know, but oh, we're going to have something. Video. Uh, video we're going to have the video. Thingy, and then 
Yeah, that's about it. That's all I got. I really don't know. Go Thank ahead. Thank you for listening this week. Great episode. Good content. We're wine drunk. Very tired. We're going to get Chinese food. We're going to get Chinese food. It was very fun. And don't forget to drink water. Hey. See you Wednesday for a mini episode. Hey. Hey.